0: Racing Nation with James O'Shea. You are listening to Racing Nation, and now it's time for our Dynamic Form Ratings Review and Preview presented to you by Dynamic Form, dynamicform.com.au. Serious things, serious form. Jump onto the website, check it out today. Find out why. It is Australia's most in-depth form guide, powered, of course, by dynamic odds and joining us now from dynamic form it's jack smallhorn how are you hey james good good to be back with you how are you going yes very well and what an exciting weekend this one is
1: yeah yeah normally um first up they've they've sort of set us up first up this week normally you have a nice little you know barrier troll and easy first up run but it's um it's straight into it this week with five group ones first up so um really looking forward to it there's some um yeah, a couple of sort of hard or harder races to find value in in Sydney with those Group ones, but then Melbourne is um, yeah crackerjack, full of full of value and chances. So yeah, looking forward to getting
0: stuck into it. Yeah, there is five Group ones across both states and some yeah some terrific races, some some time honoured races. The Chippy Norton, of course, steeped in history. And then, of course, you look down at Sydney, the Oakley, and Melbourne, the Oakley, Clayton, another race, uh, the Blue Diamond. It's it's just a a fantastic day to be a racing fan, so we're going to enjoy it. We can enjoy it even more if we can have a few extra dollars in our pocket at the end of the day. Dynamic Form is a great tool to help you do that. The form ratings always tell a story, so give you a bit of an insight into what you can find on dynamic form in our segment each week. So let's have a look at the group ones. We'll start in Sydney. First of all, the surround stakes at group one over 1,400 metres for the three-year-old fillies. What does the form ratings tell us here?
1: Yeah, well, um, another interesting part of it is the
0: speed maps we've got on there. So I think
1: obviously every race you start with your speed and, and see what it looks like. So... There should be a relatively um genuine tempo here. I think North Star last rolls forward from a wide gate and Cinderella Days will, will kick up from the inside gate, so that should generate a bit of tempo. Um We've got Sunshine in Paris box seating, and if in secret, the favourite, if it can begin well, uh, which it hasn't done, it's like a couple of last start, and then a couple barrier trials leading in, it, it can probably posse up behind them. So the ratings clearly um, have in secret on top. Obviously, she's sort of a star, the star filly and um, even nearly the best three-year-old in the land as i mentioned though she's just got into this habit of being slowly away in both their trials this time in and then she used to kick a little bit in the light fingers as well so you have to sort of factor that into the price and with the ratings and honestly at two dollars or two dollars twenty it's probably not a, a a price i really want to get too involved with uh in with just uh, that little risk at the start um and again some some quality fillies here so we sort of thought the value might be around Sunshine in Paris, who um does look to, as we said, just get that beautiful tag behind the speed. She was outstanding first up off a little bit of a freshen up, uh thrown in the deep end there behind um this sort of level of silly, last start in the life singers and ran really well, just just missed behind in secret. So if she can sort of posse up behind the speed if she thinks she can, um she looks a really, really nice each way play in the race. I also love the run of Madame Pomery first up in the White Single. She sat back and really savaged the line. Um, I reckon she's got a big race in a, this campaign. I don't know if it's a three odd race or maybe even of you know, taking on the, the mares in the Coolmore or something. But um you know, if it's not this it's something big. But I don't I don't wanna miss out if she if she runs a big race here. So not overly keen, as I said, to um launching the two dollars of in secret, even though she's the the best doing the best performed in mm. the race. Um sort of keen to take an each way um, play on this on this race and, and look to Sunshine in Paris and Madame Pomery Pomer-
0: each way both of those two yeah, so good prices about those as well so um, a good opportunity there that is the Surround Stakes let's take a look at the 8th race on the program, this one is the Jimmy Norton Stakes, it's over the mile, it's at Group 1 and it's weight for age. the Champ Animo, looking to add another Group 1 to his name, is it Pretty fait accompli, or can you oh, delve any to... deeper into it and find yeah. any way that he gets beat?
1: Uh, it's hard to get him beaten, just with how he's drawn <laughs> as well. three, he just always seems to draw or recently anyway just to get that nice smother behind the speed. And I think there was a stack, oh, I don't know what it exactly was, but he hasn't been beaten when he settles in the first three or four or something like that. So, yeah, um, we see nice daughter, here probably push forward. I think he'll probably try and fi- find the front. Um, Hinge will be up there either. Sitting outside, him or might try and hold the fence. Uh, as I said, looks like Animo. Jay Mack will just punch him out from Barrier 3 and he will be just camped right behind them, ready to pounce at the top of the straight. Yeah, everything points to him. Obviously, he's clearly rated um, above these and gets the map in his favour. Best jockey in the world on. So, yeah, uh, no spoiler at all the seventy, but he does look the winner. Um, I will say he doesn't win his races by far. I mean, he's looking for his eighth group one here. But he does um, sort of, you know, you have your heart in your mouth sometimes with him a little bit. if He's taking short odds because he doesn't exactly put them away and win by three or four. He normally wins by you know half a length or or three quarters. So yeah, hard to see him getting beaten though. Um, really, uh, I'm I'm pardon the pun, but I'm one of Fan Girl's biggest fans. Um, she she was enormous first up in probably the worst part of the track back towards the inside. She just normally costs herself by being that length slow and she's always sort of a couple of lengths off animo straightening, which is obviously um makes it hard to, to run him down. So I, I am a big fan of hers, but she's drawn one here and if she misses the kick she's gonna be in awful trouble, buried back on the fence. Um, again, hard to see him getting beaten. Don't really wanna dive into short odds. I'd probably rather take the two dollar seventy image to place. So I know it's a bit of a a bit of a wuss bet to be bet in the place. But, um, yeah, I think that's that's better value to take the 270. Hinge, she's going to be up there making her own luck on the speed um, to run a drum compared to Animo, who obviously everything points to winning. But um, we'll try and find a little bit more meat on the bone there with Hinge to, to run a place um, and maybe take her in Cornellas with um, Animo.
0: All right, well, that's a look at the two big group ones from Sydney, the Surround and the Chippy Norton. We'll jump across the state. Let's go to Melbourne. We're still getting used to saying this. We're at Sandown for the Oakley Plate, because we know Caulfield out of action. So Sandown uh, picking up a lot of these terrific races, and we have three big group races on the program here this weekend. They do come up as the last three races on the program as well, seven, eight, and nine. We'll go in race book order. Race seven is the Blue Diamond. 1,200-metre group, one race, of course, for the two-year-olds.
1: Yeah, yeah, really um, interesting race. Um, probably, as I mentioned to you earlier, offline, it's, it's, they don't look the strongest bunch of two-year-olds here. Um, there's probably a couple of higher speeds in Sydney and then um, Skirt the Law you've had in Brisbane who won the millions. It's, um, they look probably a, a level above this sort of bunch, but a really, really good betting race to get involved with. Um, they'll obviously go quick here, two-year-old race worth $2 million so everything's going to get its chance. The ratings, we have started with Barber, um, he's sort of bomb-proof, he, he won those two uh, first starts in Sydney really impressively and, and they were both sort of high-pressure races which he's going to get here so you know he can handle pressure and, and sort of thrive off that. Um, he went to Melbourne last start and won the Blue Diamond Prelude, he, he got the job done, he wasn't sort of overly impressive but he's He's sort of a little bit like Animo in a way. He's just a winner, it looks like. So he's bomb proof, um, drawn well. Jamie Carr, um, yeah, hard, hard to go past him, and he's he recorded the ratings to get the job done here. The Perth visit is interesting. He won his first three starts at Ascot, uh, and they all rated like pretty high, like, top notch sort of two year old ratings. So they were sort of weaker races, but he was running the times and, and obviously putting the margins in them to. Um, indicate that he's up to this sort of level. He then came to Melbourne last start and he had no luck behind Barber in the prelude. So um his biggest obstacle here is going to be gate sixteen. So that's that's mm. gonna be really hard for him. But he's got Damien Oliver on board. So um he he we've, look, we've got him a, a big chance on ratings. Obviously it's hard with the gate, but um he, he must be respected. The other two are like just mentioning that the Sydney form does look the stronger of the two states is uh, Still City and Don Corleone um, Both of their figures Don Corleone especially, he's the boo-win, was nearly one of the best figures the two-year-olds run this this season so the the query with them is that both obviously well and truly good enough to win this but they're both having their first run the Melbourne way of going so sometimes young two-year-olds can bring them unstuck um, but obviously they're both in good stables, they know what they're doing so you've got to You've got to trust um, trust those processes they have. So, yeah, as i was saying, really, really open race, um, but having to stick with Barber, and we'll probably look to include Brave Halo, um, Steel City, and Don Corleone in, in anything we do with exactors and trisectors and, and all those multiples.
0: OK, but Barber is the clear on top seed there, number one for Godolphin. What about uh, the next to the Group Ones? It's race number eight. It is the Futurity Stakes, fourteen hundred metres. This one at Group One level, and a few of the usual suspects go head to head once again. Yeah, small um, but select field here. And look, the ratings
1: are with the four-time Group One winner Alligator Blood, narrowly over Iron Thunderstruck, um, and then we've got a few a few points back to Mister Brightside. So yeah, those, as you said, those three. We're sort of battling it out in all the big middle distance weight trade races during the spring and and all, you know, performed really well in in those races. The big thing that Alligator Blood has in his favourite is that he can just jump and be straight on the speed and straight on the bunny and it just doesn't look like there's anything here that's really going to pester him in front. So we're expecting him um, on the map to to bounce, lead and, and be able to dictate Interestingly, on Thunderstruck, this time he's drawn an inside sort of gate, so he can, if he begins and sort of, I'm sure Jamie Carr will will give him a dig and and get him to settle that bit closer. If he can camp behind Alligator Blood, he's, I reckon, turning for home and and coming past the 300. We could be in for a cracking race with these these two tearing off to um, to fight it out. As I said, we've got Mr. Brightside in for third. The problem with him is he probably just doesn't have that tactical speed that the other two might have. So he's probably going to be giving them, well, at least alligator blood. He's probably going to be sporting him three, three-and-a-half lengths, turning for home. And when they've had a bit of an easy run up top and uh, up front and um, they can sprint like alligator blood, it's just it makes it near impossible to run them down. So I love the Brightside's first up run in the CF4. I think he's come back in great order. But, yeah, just on the map, um, it looks like it might be a little bit difficult for him here today um, on Saturday. So we're with Alligator Blood, one of our favourites here at Tineham in Form, um, to hold off on Thunderstruck late and probably looking for Mr Brightside to flash
0: home in the third um, over the final 100 metres. All right, so Alligator Blood, the on top of there in the futurity. What about flunky last? And gee, what a way to finish. It is the Oakley Place, 1,100 metres. It's a handicap. It's a group one. At the time of recording, there is 20 in it. However, no scratchings at this point in time. But either way, there's going to be 16 roaring around Sandown. And I think I spoke to on the show previously with um, with Shane Matthews about our, our Melbourne analyst. And at Sandown, as opposed to Caulfield, it's a different scenario for, for these horses. We know that the big open spaces, of course, of Sandown it can be very different to sometimes... The luck in running and things like that that plays a part in Caulfield. so this is an intriguing race, and as I said, a capacity field to go around and waste as we see that stretch from the fifty eight down to the fifty two so yeah, yeah interesting one what do, what do the ratings tell us well, yeah interesting it it's run at
1: center, but it's on the um they're splitting the those sides, they? yeah, yeah at, so some are on the hillside and some are on the lakeside so the um all the the group ones are on the lake side, which is the the um the inside track and yeah, it's got that funny winning post with, um, I remember watching the races a couple of weeks ago and you thought they ran past the first winning post and then they, they kept going. going. <laughs> anyway, there's a second winning post which was interesting, but, um, yeah, so it is that sort of little tighter, um, circuit, but, um, yeah, obviously big open spaces still because it's a, it's a big, um, big circuit, a sand down. Um, yeah, really, really open race, great addition of the, of the race. A lot of sort of promising, um, young sprinters here who are looking to, Probably take the the mantle off um, Nature troop and Eduardo, who was sort of getting on a little bit older. So this is sort mm. of our next gen of of sprinting stars coming through. Uh, we've landed with King of Sparta here, who's coming in off the uh, Magic Million Sprint. He won that a month ago. He recorded a rating of sixty and a half there with fifty nine on his back, which is pretty good going. Drops down to uh, fifty five and a half here. So, if he can record, you know, run up to that, you think he's going to run a few points higher with the lighter weight. Um, that suggests he's going to be right, right in the mix here. Also, as I said, drawing that perfect gate, John Allen on board. So, if he can camp behind the hot speed, the thing we want with him is we want a dry track. So, I think the forecast is okay, but, um, just monitor that because he's no good in the wet. But, um, yes, yeah, the, if the sun stays out, He looks to get all the favours here, and I think at about $10, he's definitely got the ratings on the board to run a good race here, and and the map says um, he should get everything in his favour. We found a ruffie here on the second line in Marine One. He's a bit of an interesting runner. He he ran a great rating of 61.5 when he won the Rubiton last year, and then he had a year off and resumed in in the Rubiton again this year a couple of weeks ago and, and ran a cracking race. He sat back and flew to the line, so... He'll be a bit fitter for that. Um, again, drawn well. And as I said, with that going off that rating he ran um, this time last year in the Rubicon, he's um he's very much good enough to run well in this race. So around the twenty six dollars, we've got him marked about half that price. So there's a bit of value for you. Uh plenty of other chances, as we said. Um all the upcoming sort of next gen um sprinters, if you will, uncommon James, I don't think you lost any admirers. First up when he just got beaten, then you got the three-year-old Lofty striker who was huge first up. Chain of Lightning, um, IME, who's been brilliant during the summer in Sydney. And then Star Patrol, who looks um, looks very, very talented as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's nearly sort of a dartboard job here, and it's going to be luck in running sort of stuff. But happy to be with King of Sparta um, at double-figure double odds. Um, and then maybe a, a little each-way play on on Marine One, the seven there, um, who might just show up and, and surprise a few with um,
0: yeah big odds. Yeah, great race to finish us off. The Oakley Plate. All right, that's your thoughts for racing across Sydney and Melbourne. Is there? What do I ask? Is there a best bet on the program?
1: Uh, across
0: yeah, the crossed the two across the two that that really stands out from a dynamic form point yeah, of view.
1: Yeah, well, I'll stay away from Animo because that's um, the bleeding obvious. <laughs> but um, oh, look, I like I like of Blood. I mean, he, he tops the ratings for us, and uh, with that mat um, again on the sand down lakeside, so sometimes it can play a little bit leaderish as well. That track, so I think he gets plenty of things in his favour on Saturday and uh, yeah, he'd, he'd probably be the one I'm I'm going to hang my hat on just with the map and um, does rate a point
0: or two higher than um, I'm Thunderstruck as well. Alright, so we'll make Alligator Blood as the best for the weekend. That is uh, our preview of racing across Sydney and Melbourne for the Group 1s presented to you of course by Dynamic Form. You can log on to dynamicform.com.au so Jack, tell us a bit about the service so it's a good time if people want to uh, subscribe, what they can get over the next coming months with the Pleasure of racing coming up.
1: Yeah, we're heating up again. So we, um, yeah, great time to get involved as we go through the autumn and then into the Brisbane winter. We don't stop. So yeah, obviously all your all your racing data and form. Uh, you've got speed maps, black book ability. Um, you can make race notes and, and horse notes, and then obviously our um, our well respected ratings, which um, which we speak about every week. That um, yeah, just give you a guide about sort of the levels horses are running at, even if they're coming through. You know midweek maidens or just Saturday 3 year races or whatever it be, uh, may be, um, they can give you a real push to see what sort of level um, a horse can get and or what sort of level it, it's at. So, um, yeah, I recommend it highly. Um, w uh, What is it? Dynamicform.com.au. I don't need the www. <laughs> Do you <see> that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can put it in we can and you'll still land on the same spot. But, yeah, <laughs> au is the website. Jump on board. Have a look and uh and you can see how you can subscribe and and join up and yeah, as you said we highlight some of the uh the bigger races each week in in this segment. So great to be back and having you with us. It's been a while as we said, but we'll uh speak week in week out now. So we know for those that like to tune into this segment you will hear it week in and week out, barring any catastrophes along the way, or shouldn't say that, but barring any, any, <laughs> any along the way. But all things well, I'll change that statement. All things being equal, you'll hear from us week in and, and, and week out as uh, as we look to give you an edge with punting, however you like to, to play it. But, yeah, Dynamic Form presenting our ratings review and preview. Jack, thank you for joining us on the program of a fantastic weekend, and let's hope we'll help the punters find a few winners.
1: Yep, no worries, James. Enjoy the weekend and good punting.
0: Dynamic Form, Australia's most in-depth form guide powered by Dynamic Odds. Every runner, every meeting. Across Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, Singapore and other international jurisdictions. Personalise the form to suit you. Predictive rating for every runner. A comprehensive horse search database. Speed maps. Black books. So you never miss a future winner. Dynamic Form and Dynamic Odds. The best combination in racing. Log on to www.dynamicform.com.au for a free meeting today.